Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Dags för ett nytt avsnitt av Champagnepodden och nu så är vi faktiskt på hela 20 stycken avsnitt och jag har haft otroligt roligt på vägen ska jag säga. Det som gör det här möjligt är ju mina fina sponsorer och just den här veckan så är jag sponsrad av Sisu.se. Sisu är en kostnedskottsföretag som gör väldigt fina kostnedskott som passar elitidrottare men även motionären och den som bara vill, vill hålla sig hälsosam. Jag har fått erfara att dricker man väldigt mycket champagne så behöver man också träna mycket och man behöver sköta sin kost i övrigt vilket jag verkligen försöker göra och då kan kostnedskotten Hjälpa till ibland när man har lite ont om tiden, när man sitter i bilen, jobbar mycket och sådär. Så att gör så, gå in på sisu.se och klicka hem lite goda proteinpulver kanske. Min favorit är kokosboll och även de har ett kasin som heter som liksom kakdeg som är väldigt gott. Och om ni anger koden champagnepodden så får ni 15% rabatt när ni checkar ut. Den här veckan så kommer ett nytt avsnitt från min resa ner i Champagne och där jag intervjuar vinmakare Gilde Kotz på Bollinger, eller Bollinger som, som många säger. Man får säga precis vad man vill bara man tycker om att dricka det. Vi rullar intervjun och sen så hörs vi strax efteråt. Very nice to meet you. Thank you. How are you? Nice to meet you too. I'm fine. Very nice to have you there. Thank you so much and we had a, a great tour before visiting the cellars and uh, all the handcraft uh, behind uh, the champagne. You must be very proud to be a part of this uh, 
nice company. Yeah, it's uh, it's pride definitely, but uh, it's also uh, it's pride, but it's uh, it's challenge too, and it's a lot of pressure. Being a winemaker in Boulanger is not like being a winemaker in other places. In in Champagne, generally, it's the same for all winemakers. You're you're not there to make your uh, your own wine. You're not there to put your personality in front. Uh, you're behind the brand, mm. and you have to uh, reach the style every year. And for Boulanger, uh, there's a lot of expectations from all consumers over the world. So when you're the winemaker of, of Boulanger, signing the blend is something that's really uh, heavy to uh, to carry. Yeah. In fact. And how long time have you been working for Boulanger? I started to work uh, for Boulanger 2003. Okay. So it's uh, more than 14 years now. Yeah. Um, started uh, as a vineyard manager. I'm not. Uh, I'm not a very classical cellar uh, master in Champagne. In fact, uh, I, I've got a degree of winemaking, of course. I'm not just on a degree in in agronomy too. But uh, I did uh, all my career as a, as a vineyard manager, so I have, uh, I have a very strong, uh, I have very strong roots in the vineyards, would say. And uh, I, I stay vineyard manager from 2003 to 2012 in Bonaventure. Of course, during that time I was working with uh, Cellar Master, uh, Matthew Kaufman, who was a Cellar Master at that time. And I was part of uh, the, the, the testing committee, and uh, of course, sharing a lot of things about uh, about the plan with Mathieu. And when he decided he decided to leave in 2012, uh, Jerome asked me if I wanted to uh, to take the job, and I said, okay, I want to, I will take the job, but then I don't want to lose uh, my roots, so I'm not going to be a cellar master in my winery. I will be a cellar master. From the grape supplying, grape supplier, yes, vineyard uh, manager, to uh, the box in the truck. So, in fact, I'm in charge of everything from the beginning to the end with wine, mm. which is really, of course, with five de deputies not doing that all along. But uh, this is really interesting because when you want to change things, you don't have to struggle with other people to. Make uh, make thing happens. We have a meeting with my team, and then we can start from from the beginning, really changing things in the vineyards to the the end, and follow the project all the way. Mm. Uh, it's a lot easier and a lot more interesting. Yeah. And the other thing with Jerome, when he asked me to be the cellar master, I said, okay, I'll, it's okay for me, but uh, I want to be a cellar master in ice. Okay. So I'll I travel about. Two, week, you, two, weeks, two weeks a year. Two weeks a year? Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm really a, a cellar master in his winery and in his cellar. Yes. Uh, uh, usually I will get two big, two big trip in the year, two weeks. Yes. And then sometimes some, some uh, small uh, drop uh, around in Europe, but one day or two days, but really not. Are you living in Ayi as well? Uh, uh, no, no, no way. No way. No way? <laughs> no way. You, you don't want to live. <laughs> Where do you live? No, I live in Reims. Nice. Uh, in Champagne, you live in Reims or in Epernay. Yeah. Uh, if you want to uh, 
No, I is a very small town. Yes. I mean, and you have not really a problem, but all the workers of Boulanger are living in Aïe. So you see them all day long. You don't want to see them oh, uh, at the bakery, at the butchery, uh, during how the many weekend. People, uh, how many people are working at the Boulanger? Uh, it's about 130 people. 130 if, people. If you put all together, when I say 130 people, it's uh, really uh, everybody. Sales team, financial, uh, human resources, and all the for production. It's about uh, 90 people. Yes. Uh, and we have about 40 people in, in the vineyards and about 50 people uh, yeah. in all the, the winemaking process. And now we have a champagne in, in our glasses as well. And yeah. this is your uh, your special cuvée, yeah. your non-vintage. Yeah. Uh, can you tell us, the listeners a little bit about uh, the cuvée? Yeah, that uh, Boulanger special cuvée is uh, the flagship of Boulanger. It's, uh, it's of course uh, something uh, which is very precious for us, which is the most important thing for us. Uh, everything we do, every choice we make in Boulanger, we have to think first at special TV. So, for example, I will if I feel that uh, there's a risk for uh, the for special TV uh, one year, I will not make a vintage. Yes. The first choice is special TV. Mm -hmm. That's where, uh, it, and of course, for me, it's the most difficult one to to make. Uh, the special TV you make, I think uh, you taste there. I think the is the first one that I assigned. Oh, the first one since you yeah. started as a Salomon. Yeah. Uh, and uh, to give you an example for this year, special QV, for us it's uh, nearly 500 different wines that we tested, about 150 that we selected to go in the blend of special QV. And I think special QV is, uh, is one of the most complex and uh, vintage in Champagne because we use in that. Uh, this year, 57% of reserve wine from nine different vintages. Mm. And in this reserve wine, you have some wines coming from barrel. You have some wine coming from barrel with a fermentation in reserve magnum that you saw in the, in yes. the cellar. You have some, uh, some wine of the previous harvest. So it's really, uh, it's really, and the wine from the previous harvest are coming from tanks and are coming from barrels too. So you have so many different components in the in the wine. It is it's really difficult to uh, to get uh, the, the the proper style of uh, of a special cuvee. And I, I don't know if uh, Sonia told you during the, the tour what we talk about with special cuvee. We I started with that uh, when I, I get I got the job uh, was to put words on uh, our style, which is not that simple. Because we are quite an ethnic uh, brand, and uh, when you talk with people, they say "sabolange." It's bolanging. Yes, means nothing on everything. It's mm. it's bolanger style. But mm. then you have to make a wine that is bolanging. Okay, mm. fine. Not really easy with that only word. Mm. Uh, so we worked with uh, my deputy Denis Buner uh, on that and. Uh, we selected three items, and the first one is fruit in all its stages. I don't know, you have, you had that from Sonia or not? Yes, yes. 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 Okay. And this is really important for us because this 
will give uh, keys for us to work in the vineyard, in the wine, in the, in the aging too, uh, to get this fruit in all its stages. You get fresh fruit from the produce harvest. Yes. You will get citrus aromas from Cardinet, some fresh fruit from the Pinot Noir, some exotic fruit from, uh, from Meunier. Then you will get some ripe, very mature cooked fruit from uh, the reserve wine. And the reserve wine that can be stored in tanks coming from tanks fermentation or vat or barrel fermentation. Then you will get this ripe cooked fruit from that. And we use reserve magnum. And this reserve magnum, we keep them for at least 10 years. Yes. And from this reserve magnum, you will get uh, dried fruit. You will get, of course, nuts or other nuts, things like that, but you will get also a, a dried apricot, uh, crystallized lemon, things like that. that so in this non-vintage, you have definitely all this type of fruit, and that's really interesting. Then and the blend uh, for this one is... Uh... For this one? Yes. It's 55, uh, the blend, uh, yeah. if you talk about varieties, it's always the same. Yes. 60% Pinot Noir, 25% uh, Chardonnay, 15% Meunier. Yes. And then... Uh, it's on the, on the lease for three years? Yeah, aged on the lease for three years. And about the aging, an important thing too is, uh, is uh, what we call the second item is uh, creamy effervescence. And this creaminess, which is very typical of Boulanger wines, it's not only about special cuvées for all the range, uh, for special cuvées coming from three times lease contact. And I think we are the only one to do that. You have, of course, the least contact that everybody has in Champagne. You have a prise de mousse inside the bottle, the, yes. inside the bottle, alcoholic fermentation inside the bottle. And then you will have, you will have three years for us, three years of aging, only. So you have this least contact, but everybody does that in Champagne. That's the method Champenoise. But for us, we have two other least contact. One is from coming from barrels, because we will rack we will ferment into barrels, we will wrap the barrels very early, and we will put the wine back in barrels on families for at least three, four, five months. Some of these wines will go in the blend of special cuvée, so you have a least contact in barrels. Mm. The other thing is the reserve magnum that we store. We make a fermentation inside the, the reserve magnum, all that you see in the tour, and it's a very, a very small prise de mousse we use only 6 grams per liter of sugar. Yes. When you make a prise de mousse for champagne, it's 24 grams per liter. So it's just fizzy. Yes. But because you have a prise de mousse, you have some yeast. And again, because you have yeast, you will get for 10 years a notolysis of this yeast, this yeast, a least contact in this reserve magnum. And we put this reserve magnum back in our blend of specialty. For, just to give you an idea, Last year, uh, this year, I'm saying last year because we, we have finished uh, the, the bottling uh, just two weeks ago. So for me, it's, this year is finished and I'm, I'm thinking about next year. Um, for this, uh, this blend of special cuvées, this, uh, this year, uh, we opened more than uh, 80,000 uh, reserve magnum. You saw that they are sealed with a cork and a staple. Yeah. So every Everything single magnum, yeah, by hand, and you have to taste them. So you don't get the cork taste. Yeah. So uh, we don't test every magnum. Uh, we have a worker, uh, a team of worker, really specialized on that. I'm, I'm very trained, 
but uh, it's still a very huge work. Yeah. Work. So you see three three times this contact: reserve magnum, barrels, and of course, the most. So this gives an extra creaminess to all uh, our wines. Nice, nice. Should we try the next one? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll go to uh, Bollinger Rosé. This is also a cuvée that we have in Sweden. It's uh, quite yeah. popular. Uh, the rosé, yeah, yeah. It, okay. the rosé is, 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 you know, the rosé is very successful, and uh, at that time I'm, I'm the bad guy uh, in uh, in Bollinger because all the sales teams they want some more, and I'm the guy saying sorry, but okay. I don't want to. Uh, how, how much? Uh, um, uh, how, how many percent of your total production is uh, rosé? Rosé is about uh, if you put uh, Bollinger rosé and La Grande Année rosé all together, it's about. Nine percent, nine to ten percent. Okay. But Boulanger Rosé is really a great success. Uh, see, uh, La Grande Année Rosé is a wonderful wine, but it's not really easy to sell. It's uh, selling some very expensive rosé. Yes. Is uh, is not that easy. But Boulanger Rosé, is, uh, I'm 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 resisting every day to the sale team saying <laughs> no, you can't have more this year. We will have to wait. So what's the blend for, for the rosé? The slightly same base for reserve wine as you have in uh, in special cuvée. Yes. Uh, means that we have uh, we use same amount of reserve magnum. Most of the reserve wine are the same. We have a common base for 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 the reserve wine, and then when I do the blend, I will use a little bit more chardonnay uh, in in the rosé. Okay. Because then I will add. This is a blind rosé. It's not a rosé de Seigneur. Then I will add about 5% of Pinot Noir from red wine. Yes. So I put a bit more uh, Chardonnay in the blend before uh, uh, blending with uh, the red wine to, yeah. to, to keep the balance, the harmony uh, in, in the wine. And uh, you know, maybe you know, that we have a very special project with the red wine in Bollinger. The main thing for Rosé, for Bollinger Rosé, for me, is to be Bollinger before being Rosé. We, uh, we are not making a Rosé. We are making a Boulanger and it happens to be a rosé. If you do, if you go for a blind tasting in, in dark uh, glasses, in black glasses, yes. I want people think that's Boulanger style before thinking, well, it's a rosé. Do you want the house style to so, be represented uh, exactly. first? Exactly. Yeah. And uh, that's why we have this, uh, this way of making the rosé, which is quite special because we are very focused on the red wine making. You know, that's a very recent brand for us. We started to blend it in 2004, released it for the first time in 2008, so it's only nine years. So you were the first uh, winemaker at Boulanger to make the rosé? No, I, I was the first wine vineyard manager to make uh, all this effort yes. to make the, the red wine yes. okay. that we use in the rosé. Then, no, that's uh, Mathieu. Mathieu started with, uh, with the rosé. Okay. And we started first year, uh, we decided to use some red wine from our house and to buy some red wine because we needed, we needed some red wine to, 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 to make the rosé. And after one year, uh, it was obvious that we couldn't get the, the quality of red wine that we wanted outside. So we decided to, to change things in the vineyard and to move uh, to uh, organic farming, to other red vineyards in Bollinger and uh, to make some green harvest and to get some very low yield and very high maturity. And uh, 
that's why we use only 5% of red wine mm. in blend of rosé. To give you an idea, in Champagne, the average, usually, when people make a rosé, they will use from 10 to 20% of yes. red wine to yeah. make the blend. 5% is really, really, really a small amount of red wine. And you see, this is a rosé. You're not, you're not wondering because you can't get that in Champagne. Sometimes with rosés that are not really rosé, uh, that are dark gold or uh, yes. in yes. between. Uh, if, yeah. you, if, not, uh, if you don't know it's a rosé, you can say it's a white, but a white with a dark yes. color. Yeah. This is really a rosé. We are not. Uh, we are not uh, Can you describe the, what you get on the nose and uh, what flavors you get from the rosé? Talking about the red wine making in Champagne, which is really important, we are not looking for the typical uh, Coteau Champenois. Not the typical Pinot Noir from Champagne. If you go for a, a typical Coteau Champenois, you will get raspberries, strawberry, red fruit, gooseberry. Yes. What we want to get is dark fruit. We want to get blackberry, blueberry. And that's what we want to find. And I think we find that in our Bollinger. Yeah, right. We don't want to be on this very strawberry side, which is uh, quite uh, easy, uh, yeah. easy understanding, but not uh, our, our feelings. Mm. So yeah, you have a lot of fruit, of course. You have a lot of dark fruit, but then you have the style of uh, specialty where you will get some Flesh fruit, you will get also uh, this uh, spicy flavor that uh, that uh, are typical spicy flavor dried fruit coming from this reserve mine that we use in the blend. Mm. It's very nice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. The dosage, uh, all the dosage of the wine now are uh, around seven grams. Yes. And uh, we are moving slowly down. Yeah, because of, of the climate changes and yeah, because the climate changes, because we change, uh, we we change things. Uh, this is really about uh, the first thing when I started as winemaker with my team uh, was to uh, challenge everything that we used, we were used to do in Boulanger without thinking, because that was only tradition. Mm. Not because I wanted to change everything, just to make it simple and to make it pure. So we stopped quite a few things in mm -hmm. Bollinger yeah. uh, in the past four years. And I'm very happy when uh, when people love the wines because this is uh, the same style but yeah. with less thing inside, less thing between the grapes uh, and uh, on the final champagne. So what's the next one coming up? The next one coming up is going to be uh, the new release for this year, which is uh, La Grande Année 2007. Seven. Yeah, nice. Uh, right now we have the 2005 in Sweden, yeah. but uh, probably they will release the 07 this year. Yeah. So I haven't tried this one. Oh, great. Yep. That's, uh, that's very interesting. I think the wine is, is great. Yeah. And uh, this is interesting to talk about this wine because uh, 2007 for many journalists, in France, I don't know. Yeah, in Sweden as well. Uh, it's, it's not, not such a, it's yeah. not such a great vintage. I think Boulanger make a great difference in not in great vintage. When you very, 2002 is great wine, it's outstanding. But 2002 is very good yes. everywhere in Champagne. It's a lot more interesting to uh, to make a difference uh, not in a weak vintage, but uh, in uh, 
in a, a more difficult uh, vintage like 2007. And also during the tour, we asked uh, Sophie for yeah. the next vintage of uh, Vivin. Uh, uh, we are we are about to release it. Uh, so we, we can tell the listeners which year it's going to be. Uh, it's going to be 2007. It's uh, the first bottle uh, will uh, be shipped uh, in October this year. Mm. So it's really soon. Nice. Uh, we will launch La Grande Année Rosé 2007, uh, beginning of next year. Okay, yeah. And, uh, no, yeah, we're very happy to, with 2007 because we think it's a great wine and it's, it's, it's easier to talk about a vintage that, uh, in fact, uh, not so many houses made. Yes. So, again, it's very often about difference, being different, mm -hmm. making things differently. And uh, I think for 2007, that's, uh, that's very successful. Yeah. You were talking about climate change. Yes. This, this is a wine from climate change because we started, we started to pick the grapes in, uh, in uh, August. Very nice. You like it? Yeah, it's yeah. beautiful. It's beautiful. And uh, in fact, uh, the only grapes that were picked in 2007 in August is Gaming Francaise. We started the picking 31 of August with the living process. Mm -hmm. And then we waited for, for a while. Uh, 2007 is uh, an harvest, uh, August harvest, like 2003, 2011. So we had three harvests in August, and maybe this, this year will be uh, the fourth one, in 15 years' time. The previous one was 1893. So you see, yeah. it's, it's definitely something changing about climate. Yeah, it is, of course. <laughs> uh, can you tell us about the, the blend for this one? Just about the philosophy of, uh, yes, of, of La Grande Année, I'll to, I'll to, I'll, I told you uh, with that blend. The philosophy for us is to make our best effort every year. We have 3,500 barrels and we will fill them every, every year. So we are fighting in the vineyards, in our vineyards, with our grape supplier to get the best grapes and we will fill and make wine in 3,500 barrels. And the only truth for us is coming from the tasting. We are not talking, you will never hear a Boulanger guy talking about a vintage, it's going to be a vintage during, during the harvest time. Oh, we are sure, we, we wait. And 2007 is definitely in that case. If you look at the, at the year, Mm. was not such an easy year. Uh, we had very nice weather beginning of September. You could start picking 23 of August and we decided to pick only 10 days after. And I think we were right because the end of August was not that good, quite rainy. And since the beginning of, uh, of, of September, we had a very nice weather. When you make uh, a wine like that, you have to take some risk. It's not uh, all Sometimes, not always, but sometimes you have to take some risks, and that's what we did with 2007. And uh, the November first testing on barrel, it was obvious that 2007 was great vintage. Really on testing. Now, that was a really big surprise, but uh, because when we looked at the, at, the, at the year, at the harvest, we were expecting something fairly good, but not, not something that exceptional and 
very, very early in November 2007, it was obvious that we had to make a uh, lagoon in 2007. It's really exceptional. Yeah. yeah. And so you know all the story about that. But hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Just in two words, only barrel fermentation, 100%, only Pinot Noir, only Chardonnay, only Premier Cru and Grand Cru. In this one, you have 91% of Grand Cru yes. and 9% of Premier Cru. You have 70% of Pinot Noir and 30% of Chardonnay. We age, we blend and we age the wine under our coke. And then we have to riddle by hand to this boat right now. And very, very low dosage too. It's always like that in Bonanger. A lot of these wines are coming from our vineyards because uh, we use a lot of AI, Pinot Noir, and Verzonet Pinot Noir in the blend of uh, La Grande Année. In that, uh, in that case, you have nearly 50% of Pinot Noir from AI and Verzonet okay. in the blend. And you age uh, then uh, this gorge, I think this one is this gorge in, uh, but one year ago. Uh, yes. Tell me. No. September 2016. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Almost one year ago. Yeah. Eight, uh, eight, eight months ago. Uh, it's really, really, really mean, nice. Yeah. Bottling in 2008, so you have eight, at least eight and a half years yeah. on this. It's a beautiful wine. Yeah, I think. It, and again, you have all the style of Boulanger. It's not the style, you will not use the same word that you use for special Cuvée, but you still have the fruit. Yes. Uh, you don't get that much fresh fruit. You're more on the ripe, mature, cooked mm-hmm. cook side. You're going more on the dried fruit yeah. too, but you have all this fruit. So that's interesting with the style, this word that we use for the style of Boulanger. Uh, we can talk about fruit differently from the non-vintage to uh, other uh, other uh, I, yeah, I get this, the, the of course the style from the special cuvier but more concentrated a little bit more uh, oxidative uh, tones and uh, much more more complex also yeah and more this length. Length. you know that you have always 
few chances because uh, when you go for uh, for edging on cork, of course, cork is uh, uh, breathing material, so you can get some uh, some slight differences between bottles. And I think this one is a is a one of the very 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 good ones. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, I think so too. It's very very nice. It's very uh, very fresh. Good. If you have to drink uh, champagne from another house, uh, what uh, house would you drink uh, from? If I drink champagne for other house, I will drink a lot of them tonight because I have a party and uh, when I have a party in my place uh, uh, with my team, uh, that's the last day yeah. of work before a holiday, uh, summer holiday. And uh, the rule with my team is that uh, when we are together, we don't drink Bonaché. We drink Bonaché yeah. all day long, yeah. and uh, it's interesting to share uh, different things. So everybody uh, brings uh, some bottles? Yes, they will, they will bring some red wine bottles. I, I, I'm in charge of, uh, of, the champagne. of the champagne. So tonight we will get uh, a Charlotte Sick Magnums and uh, Laurent Perrier 1999. Uh, all in Magnus, we will get some uh, some hard 2002 yeah. and different things yeah. and some small brothers to uh, yeah. some uh, from Rodolphe Peters from uh, De Souza. What time can we come? <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Auger. My family uh, is from Auger, a right. small uh, village uh, yes. in La Côte des Morts. So I'm, uh, I'm quite interested in Chardonnay, even if Bonanger is a Pinot Noir house. Yeah. And uh, if I drink, if I go to a restaurant and I won't get, uh, I don't get uh, Boulanger, you will never make a mistake with Comte de Champagne. No. Of course, because I'm very Chardonnay, I love Comte de Champagne. It's not Boulanger style, but I'll, I think Comte de Champagne is, uh, is, uh, is great. We're going to Tatanger after this. Uh, oh, okay. yeah. We will see uh, Dan Dania or? No, Clovis. Clovis, okay. Yes. Uh, so what's the next one uh, we're going to The next today? one uh, is going to be uh, La Grande. Uh, depending on what you want to be, it, it's, it, some people uh, prefer to get the, the RD to mm -hmm. keep on, uh, on white wine mm -hmm. and then to finish with La Grande Nero Or it's La Grande Nero 2005 or RD 2005. You, you can choose. Okay. You're the, you're the expert. Okay, I will, I will go for La, La Grande Nero 2005. Yeah, this is, um, I tried it on, on the Champagne Day we have in, in Stockholm. Yeah. Um, I have one bottle at home, but uh, I'll keep it for, for a couple of years. I was, uh, I was in Stockholm that, that year. Uh, you know, we have a, uh, what we call Masterclass Experts. Yes. So I'm not, I'm not moving very often outside, but I'm doing the Masterclass Experts with Dennis. And I did, uh, I did one in Stockholm, uh, I think it was... Martial, yeah, I think so. Was it at Grand? Uh, no, it was a Café Opera? Uh, it was a, a strange place. Strange uh, place? No, the, the church, uh, 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 that was interesting, but you know, it's uh, this this uh, uh, kind of place, so you have a lot of young people, you have uh, some, uh, a restaurant in, in the middle, but then you will have people working in workshop, some are artists, some are computer sites, and everybody moves inside and uh, no, it was very fun. Okay. Not, not, not usual, but uh, very fun. So what's the blend for, for this one? This one is very simple. Uh, when you make La Grande Année, yes. when I make La Grande Année, I don't have to think a lot about La Grande Année Rosé because La Grande Année Rosé is very simple. It's red wine, 
coming only from la côte aux enfants. Uh, and that you add to the blend of the Bolognese. So, Bolognese Rosé and, and Bolognese Special Privé, the blends are quite different. It's not, it's not the same ones, except the reserve ones, as I told you. Here, you, I make a blend for La Grande Année, and then if I want to make La Grande Année Rosé, I will use some red wine from uh, La Côte aux Enfants. And it's quite interesting, uh, this year we were, uh, uh, during the, the masterclass about wood, we were talking about, uh, uh, we are comparing uh, La Grande Année 2007 and La Grande Année 2005, because in fact you have the same amount of uh, Pinot Noir, 70% in each blend, of course, same rolls, barrel fermentation, everything. In La Grande Année uh, 2007, you have uh, 13 different, uh, 14 different villages. Yes. In La Grande Année 2005, you have 13. Of them. Okay. So that was really uh, interesting to compare the wine and to show that uh, with two different vintages, the wood effect will be very mm -hmm. different. And that's why 2005 will not become uh, RD, and we'll see what happened with 2007, but I definitely think that 2007, at that time, I think 2007... So we will not see 2005 RD? No. 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 But maybe 7. 7, uh, at that time, I think there will be a Boulanger RD 2007. We'll, we'll, we'll decide that in two years' time, mm -hmm. but, uh, but uh, at that time, I think... So but will it be a Grand Année uh, Rosé 2007? Yeah. yeah, we will launch it uh, beginning of next year. Okay, nice. You get the goosebumps from, yes, from drinking. Yes. Mm -hmm. It's very, very nice. Yeah. There you're, you're moving uh, with the fruit, you're moving on, on, uh, on uh, plump, dried plump, mm -hmm. uh, I don't know the English word for that, uh, fig. Yes. Just uh, dried, uh, dried, uh, dried fruit from sunny places. A little bit less uh, acidic, this mm. one, than the 07? Yeah, yeah. 2005. That's why, too, we we, uh, we choose... 2005 was a lot more open yeah. than 2007. Even when we, when we started 2005, two, uh, two and a half years ago, the wines were uh, was really very, very good, but we don't expect more complexity with an extra aging. The wine was already very open, yes. and you find that too in 2005, uh, 2005 La, La Grande Rosé, it's very open. And the funny thing with that, 2005, is that uh, if you put together the white on the, on, on the rosé in 2005, the rosé was in fact lighter yes. than the white. Mm. And it's not it's not obvious because when you put some red wine and very concentrated red wine in a blend, you can expect the wine to be a little bit more structured, more, uh, more heavy, heavier, mm. not more heavy, anyway. <laughs> um, and, uh, and it happens uh, quite often with uh, La Grande Année Rosée. The, the, the addition of the blend with red wine, in fact, give, give an extra lightness to the wine which is not really uh, understandable, but it happens to be like that. So how often do you drink champagne? Oh, 
nearly every day. Nearly every day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. really. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I drink a lot of champagne. Uh, say it's, uh, to stay, you know, health, you, you to know, stay uh, healthy. Yeah, to stay healthy, and that's uh, that's part of life. Here in Champagne, Champagne is a is a beautiful product for uh, for us and for people out of Champagne. But we are not, we don't see Champagne in the same way that that usual consumers. For them, it's a party. It's a, something special. For people living in Champagne and making Champagne, it's, it's, you just open a bottle of Champagne for no reason. Yeah, it's just uh, oh, welcome. We open a bottle. It's mm -hmm. ten o'clock in the morning, uh, for 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 yeah. in the afternoon, whatever. It's uh, always uh, like a coffee. I mean, yeah, you yes. don't drink coffee, you <laughs> drink yeah. a glass of Champagne. So uh, yeah, I drink uh, a lot of Champagne. Yeah, good. Very awesome. Good. So the next one we're gonna try is the RD, RD 2002. Yeah. 2002. So this uh, so, you didn't make this one. No, that's that's uh, I, 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 I very often say so, and that's really true. Usually you don't get the job of cellar master uh, in Boulanger when you are 30 or 45. Usually you become uh, cellar master when you are around 4, 45, 50. Um, and the, can I ask you about your age? 50, 51. 51. Yeah. And uh, the thing is, you make a non-vintage and the non-vintage is not your wine because it's Boulanger. You have to be behind the brand. You have to be on the Boulanger style. You can really work differently on the vintage. You can put your personality into the vintage. You, of course, you have to keep the style of Boulanger, but you can put your vision of the, of the vintage what you expect from the vintage and you can select different things show your vision of the vintage but then what happened in Boulanger because uh, for RD it's uh, for La Grandanée it's uh, 8 years of aging and for La Grandanée for RD it's uh, 10, 12, 13, 14 years of aging mm -hmm. in fact you are tasting the wine of the previous winemaker and commenting the wine of the previous winemaker making the wine for the next winemaker so you are not really very, uh, it's not very often that you comment uh, the wines, mm. especially for the vintage that you that made. Mm. But that's uh, that's like it's part of, mm -hmm. of the funny thing in Boulanger. And okay. and to explain to the Swedish listeners, uh, the RD is um, is is the same wine you can say as the uh, Grand Anier, but you age it for another is it eight five years. Uh, it's the same blend. Not every La Grand Anier will become a RD. No. So this is really rare. And then uh, you will, as you say, you will have an extra aging, usually three, four, five years yes. of extra aging on this. We will disgorge the, the wine and use very uh, low dosage. Yes. So, so it's, it's an in its habit, exactly. So it's a, uh, for this one it's three grams per liter. Yes. So it's funny to, to drink that after I've gone in 2007. This one, uh, you see, you have, you have always more than 60% of Pinot Noir in all the blend of, uh, of Boulanger, never less than 60% Pinot Noir. Mm -hmm. And Boulanger RD 2002 is uh, on the bottom line. So 60% of Pinot Noir and 40% oh, okay. of Chardonnay. So, so you, you are, you are uh, 51, what year are you born then? 
disaster everywhere. <laughs> uh, it's, yeah. uh, you can find some, uh, you have some very good spirit from Cognac and Armonac from 65. Okay. But uh, for wines. But, but you have a wife? Yeah. When is she born? 61, so it's very 61. good. 61, it's a good year, yes. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, got some quite nice bottle wines from 61. Yeah. And my two sons are from 96 and 98, so that's fine. That's good. My, my son is from uh, 2011, but that's not a good year. No, not in Champagne. No, no. In Champagne, it's a difficult year. No. But Jessica, she's from uh, uh, 90, so that's a good year. 90? Yeah, 90. Uh, 19 Bosch is very, very good. Still, still very, very fresh. That's a problem. <laughs> that's, 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 no, you're, this you're, wine, so no, no, but you're right. This yeah. is uh, that's not a problem. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't say so, but. LD2002 is, uh, you, you sold the Galley 1829 to LD2002, we will make a big stop there because it's a never ending story for this one. It's, it's a crazy one. When you think it's, uh, it's uh, more than 15 years, uh, it's 15 years now uh, old and the wine is still very, very, very fresh. And last year, it's, it's, it's easier with 2007, but last year with 2000, like only 2005, it was difficult for a uh, testing to explain the project. Yeah. Because, in fact, the 2005 was a lot more open, more, uh, with more evolution than the 2002. So, for people, for consumers, it's not really easy to explain that this is the old one, looking younger that, uh, than the, 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 the youngest one. Almost the 2007 feels older yeah. than the yeah. 2002. On the nose, but when you yeah. have it in your mouth, then this one is more yeah. more complexity and, and you feel the, all the bubbles. And this is really the, the, the project uh, that we have with uh, Boulanger to get this uh, this right nose, this uh, this uh, evolution on the palate too, but then to have a very fresh one. I mean, it's a Cuvée Prestige, but very easy drinking one. You want to drink many glasses of yeah, you don't. Want, you you are not uh, saying oh it's really good, but then after one glass you're over. No, you can you can't. Uh, sure. Yeah, but also <laughs> match this one with food would be oh, really yeah. really nice. Yeah, yes. And this is a, a, a real recent discovery. Uh, that's the last one we made. Uh, not the last one we made. The new one in uh, in uh, June, but uh, the last one uh, was uh, from January this year. So it's uh, five months. I always in end my interview with um, five fast questions. Yeah. That you have to choose uh, one or the other. Okay. You ready for it? Yeah. So if you have to choose uh, Cava or Prosecco? Prosecco. Steel or oak? Oak. Krug or Salon? Salon. Uh, Swedish weather or Swedish women? Swedish women. Chardonnay or Pinot Noir? Well, let's say Pinot Noir. Pinot Noir. Perfect. To be corporate. Yeah. <laughs>
Thank you. And and afterwards we're going to uh, Clovis on yeah. uh, Champagne Tatashi. Do you have any questions for him? Yeah, one one question. How uh, do you get this wonderful toasty roasty flavor in the Comte de Champagne in every vintage? <laughs> Thank you so much for, for having me, it's a great pleasure, uh, really enjoy, uh, the cuvées are, are beautiful and and the estate is, um, you must be really proud to work here. Yeah, it's, uh, we, we, we share that, uh, we, had, uh, we had a long work with the team too and we decided from for, for words and uh, the first word that came from the team, from the workers is uh, share pride. We share the pride of working in Boulanger, we share the pride of selling Boulanger because we know that consumers love the brand. So yeah, we are very proud. That's Great. And I, have, I have actually have one last question for you. I yeah. um, collect bottles that are signed from winemakers. Yeah. Would you like to sign a bottle for me? Yeah, it's great pleasure. No oh. problem if you if you have the, 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 the pain to do that. Yes, of course. Okay. You bought the golden pamphlet. Okay. Thank you very much. And if you ever come to Sweden, uh, I would like to meet you okay. there. Okay. Uh, Thank you. No problem. Thanks so much. Då var intervjun klar med Gilde Kotz och jag, jag tycker att det blev en fantastiskt bra intervju. Det var väldigt roligt att få göra en intervju samtidigt som man provar vinerna. Boulanger har ju väldigt, väldigt bra viner. Jag tycker att de håller en fantastisk kvalitet rakt igenom. Innan vi börjar prata för mycket om vinerna så Gilde Kotz han är enormt, enormt trevlig. Han är, han är fantastiskt duktig, ödmjuk. Och jag skulle vilja tacka Arvid Nordqvist. Tusen, tusen tack för att jag fick möjligheten att komma ner och besöka Bollanger i då AI som de ligger. Och fick ett fantastiskt mottagande. Tyckte att jag fick göra en jättebra intervju. Fick prova otroligt goda champagner och jag fick en flaska... Bollanger RD02 signerad av vinmakare som som jag har med mig hem då och eh, den kommer jag inte dricka inom snar framtid kan jag säga det som jag, jag, jag var väldigt imponerad av, av Bollanger innan jag kom dit men jag är ännu mer imponerad nu ska jag säga, det otroliga hantverket som läggs ner och eh, den extra tiden som de lägger ner för att göra det här lilla lilla extra som gör skillnaden och eh, med tanke på hur, hur mycket de gör alltså hur hur mycket de jobbar med sina ekfat. Jag tror att det pratade om det någon tidigare podd. Men att de hade, jag tror att det var 2500 ekfat som de lagrar sina viner på. Och även antalet magnumflaskor där de har alla sina reservviner. Och att samtliga magnumflaskor lagras med en kork. Vilket gör att de måste ha en person som öppnar upp de här flaskorna för hand. Smakar av dem. Och sen eh, tappar det på tanken då som ska ner i QV special reserve. Eller special QV heter det. Riktigt, riktigt roligt. Jag är helt säker på att jag själv kommer fortsätta dricka mycket bollanger eh, i framtiden. Och eh, ja, jag, jag rekommenderar alla till att framförallt köpa på lite bollanger. Och priserna i Sverige är väldigt, väldigt bra. Priserna i, nere i champagne på bollanger är faktiskt dyrare. Framförallt på Prestige Champagne så köp på lite igen. Jag spelar ju aldrig in en, en champagnepodd eh, utan att dricka champagne. Och just nu så um, sitter jag här och ska hälla upp lite mer champagne. 
Jag har en härlig flaska Benoit Buffault Grand Cru årgång 2008. 2008 är ju en väldigt, väldigt bra årgång i champagne. Det här vinet för mig, jag ska börja med att säga att det kostar 388 kronor. Har nummer 70-354 på Systembolaget. Enormt prisvärt. En väldigt fin komplexitet. Det var en bra koncentration. Man säger att, eller tycker att man känner framförallt att man har använt druvor från bra vingårdar. Vi har 50% Chardonnay, vi har 50% Pinot Noir. Pinot Noir kommer från Abonnay. Och Chardonnay kommer från 25% från, från då Abonnay. Vi har 30% Lemonil och 30% Auger. 15% Camant. Och 18% av vinet har inte genomgått malolaktisk gästning. Vilket känns, vi har en fin syra här. Och det här vinet kommer bli bättre och bättre med tiden. Passa på, Bonit Befå, eh, Prestige 2008, Grand Cru, 70, 354 på bolaget, kostar 388 kronor. Eh, ett jättebra köp. Vad har hänt på sista tiden då? Eh, jag kommer faktiskt he- precis hem ifrån att ha haft en champagneprovning. Jag har haft en Chakison-provning och jag måste säga att jag har verkligen världens bästa jobb. Vi var tio personer som provade Chakison och eh, provade bland annat då, eh, vi började med instegen, QV 739 som den heter. Vi fortsatte med en Vintage 97. Sedan hade vi en Avis Grand Cru 1996. Vi följde upp med Grand Vin Signature från 1990 och avslutade med Grand Vin Signature 1989. Och både 90 och 89 var DT, så sena degageringar. Jätteroligt att få prova de kampanjerna. De var otroligt, otroligt bra. Samtliga flaskor höll en en bra kondition kanske att 89an började gå lite grann ut för men fortfarande absolut inte, inte för gammal. Min favorit för kvällen var Abyss Champagne 96 som jag tyckte var otroligt otroligt bra och det är ett vin som går att lagra ännu längre. Vad är det mer som händer imorgon så kommer jag hålla en Charles Heidsäck provning. Charles som ni alla som har sett mig på sociala medier och så där vet jag att jag är väldigt förtjust i Charles och eh, tar alla chanser jag får att eh, prova det. Det tycker jag att ni också ska göra. Eh, jag håller på mycket och provar eh, champagne med cigarr. Har väl kommit fram till att eh, champagne med lite ålder, champagne som har legat på ek passar väldigt bra till cigarr. Och även eh, söta champagne passar bra till cigarr. Så att jag kommer skriva en artikel om det och eh, då får ni läsa köpa på lite, eh, lite sköna cigarrer. Eh, jag har köpt mina cigarrer från robusto.se som har största utbudet egentligen av utav kubanska cigarrer. Så att gå in där, kika och välj, välj en mild cigarr för att eh, allt för kraftiga cigarrer, det klarar faktiskt inte champagnen av. Övrigt, kika in min Youtube-sida som jag har börjat eh, uppdatera väldigt frekvent faktiskt. Jag uppdaterar en del från de provningarna jag har. Egentligen alla nya kampanjer som jag provar försöker jag spela in en video på. Så att mina vänner tycker att jag är smått eh, irriterande när jag ska spela in en video på allting som jag dricker. Men de får ändå vara glada att de får komma hit och, och dricka lite champagne gratis och, och prova med mig. De får hålla sig till god med det. Men... Vi kör vi på som vanligt. Fokus kan inte vara på mig, det ska vara på mina duktiga gäster. Så att vi, jag säger 
fortsätt dricka champagne alla dagar som slutar på G så hörs vi igen troligtvis om en vecka. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.